W, X is for Welcome to episode 15 of the X and W Vibecast podcast. It's been a long, long time. Woo, it's been a long time. You guys thought we were gone. We did too. I I thought this was over. I I really did. I thought this was done. This was something we couldn't do again, but I love doing this. I I want to talk in a microphone and talk to you about stuff. Well, we used to be better friends. Yes, and so there that's was a little bit of, there you go. That's, we're way less of friends now, so there's way less to talk about. But now, I think we're rekindling this thing, you and me. We're back. We're back. A lot has happened since November 21st, 2021 was the last time we had one of these guys. Really? Talk you looked that up? I did. I looked it up. You can look Holy it up on the line. God. You can, you can look it up. It was uh, pre-Thanksgiving, and now we're deep into the summer. A lot has happened since that day. Where do we start? Where, where do we start? You, I hope you're, you're, organized you're watching over your there. Mets right now. You're watching your Mets. Oh man! Sweep the Marlins. I'm buying these are, are, these these Mets these Metsies. They're uh, I, I'm buying into them. You know I buy in really easily with W, and I'm buying in right now. You should buy in. They, they're a good ball club. I can say that objectively. I'm an easy sell. They are the team of New York. They are. The team, they're way better than the Yankees. They proved it. They took them down. You proved it last week. They took them down in a massive two game series. They took them down. Let's go, Mets. Listen, there's there's 13 year old kids out there that they're thinking, are the Yankees ever going to win a championship in my lifetime? (laughs) I I love the thought (laughs) of that. (laughs) Right? 12 year old kids? Like, is this ever going to happen? You know what's funny, though, about the Yankees, and I've said this before, and, and. they're having a great regular season. I, I, I feel that with them now, and when I was growing up, it was always the Yankees. They're winning championships. They're so good. I, I just think something's going to happen to them in the playoffs. I, I don't see them as a team that can sustain what they're doing. In the, I, don't, I just think they're missing something. I know they're having an unbelievable season. You probably saw it more against the, when you, in, in the Subway Series against the Mets, but I don't know. I, I, we'll, we'll see. Do we see a Subway Series in for the World Series? I mean, I'll tell you what's going to happen to the Yankees, the Astros. That's the Astros are going to happen to the Yankees. They're not as good as the Astros. I, I, listen, the Subway Series, that city gets so into that series. It, it's fun. I mean, if, if anyone watched any of that series, Scherzer versus Judge, I think in the seventh inning. I mean, you heard eruptions from the crowd for every ball and strike on either side. Ball, It was a ball. Yankees fans went nuts. It was a strike. Mets fans went nuts. I mean, it was playoff-esque seeing that. Um, by the way, Scherzer, he is, I mean, that guy is, imagine, how does he mow the lawn? I mean, is he get, does he mow the lawn with intensity? I mean, he exploded. He was knocking people over in that dugout after that inning. He was so fired up. That man can compete. I, I mean, I wouldn't talk, if you play golf with a guy, does he talk? My God, he's a competitive dude. I it, love it. It's so I. I mean, again, I'm not a I'm not a Mets fan or Yankees fan or any of those fans, but like watching Scherzer and, and him compete, it's 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 beautiful to watch. Yeah. All the like your 13 year old kids that are Yankee fans that haven't seen a championship, they should watch Max Scherzer compete. They all he's just he's a dog. Yeah, he's a fighter, a competitor, and he, he's a proven winner. He's a guy you want to have the ball in game one of a playoff series. Game seven. Game seven, six. Game eight. Yeah. Game fifteen, twelve. Scherzer on the mound. And you got DeGrom coming back Tuesday night. 
Tuesday night against the Nats. I mean, that's a one-two punch if I've ever seen one for the playoffs. And, they, and they've been doing all this without DeGrom. That's just great. I mean, they got Pete Alonso. By the way, the only person that gets hotter after the home run derby, for some reason that home run derby, yeah, he loves that he's thing. He's geared and then, up. He's and he's a, and usually, I mean, he uses a tune-up his swing, and all of a sudden he's better now. I mean, it's a, he's a second-half player. Um, I mean, you got Diaz. Edwin Diaz made the the big bombers on the Yankees team. Uh, LeMahieu, uh, Rizzo, Judge, all look stupid. I mean, he is, he's as dominant. I, I mean, when he first came to the, to, the, to the Mets, I was like, geez, this guy. I mean, he's what, what a ripoff. Um, but he's he's a shutdown guy. He comes in those trumpets play, and uh, you get fired up. I, he almost had an immaculate inning the other night against the Marlins. He was one like just foul tip away from having a nine pitch uh, strikeout, three strikeout inning. That'd be incredible. Missed it by one pitch. Yeah, it's, it's, he's, nine pitches. I, I haven't had a shot. I mean, who, look who I've had for the look who the Mets have had for relievers: uh, Armando Benitez, Bobby Wagner. Mm. I mean, all those guys, Francisco, uh, Francisco Rodriguez. I mean, since Matt Franco, <laughs> anybody. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's fun to watch. Who knows what's going to happen? Um, but it's pretty amazing that we're fun. talking about baseball right now. I mean, we we we've, yeah. we've teased baseball on this on this program in the past, and you know, we we just watched the Mets, and we yeah, I mean, I, I'm a Red Sox guy, as you know. For those of you, for the ten people that have listened. They know I like the Red Sox, and I'm a big, big Boston guy. Um, and guess what? The, you know what the the number one way to lo- the I- number one way to lose ten listeners? Don't do a podcast this November 2021. <laughs> That's the way you lose those ten listeners. You're absolutely right. But yeah. here, here we are. Yeah. We're here. We're here. We're here. And, and I mentioned the Red Sox, and and they're 51 and 52. They're four, five games out of a wild card, and. It's crazy we're talking about baseball, but hey, here we are. We're just, we're, we're just going to roll with it. Yeah, well, uh, I'll tell you what I'm talking about baseball. A, my team's in first place. B, my team is now called the Commanders. That's why. <laughs> we'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to that a little no, later. No, but I want get to that. The, whoever's remaining from these 10 listeners, I want them to know why we're talking about baseball. So the Red Sox, I, I don't know. It, it would be a slap in the face if we're selling players off. Like I, I have no mm-hmm. clue the direction of, of, of what the Boston Red Sox are trying to do. I know since since Bloom became the general manager, I know he did a great job in Tampa Bay. This is not Tampa Bay. This is Boston. And if you're selling guys, if you're selling players, legitimate, good, solid baseball players, you, you know we're four years removed from a World Series where that core was on that World Series championship team. And I just, yeah. I, it's it's bizarre the direction they're taking, and it's it's very frustrating as a Red Sox fan. And seeing them not compete, and you know they have injuries, they have guys that you know in positions that it, they expected more from, but there's guys that the, it, it just it's weird to see their direction, and I hope they don't sell. I I, I think they need to, to to buy and to figure figure it out. And yeah. like the Braves proved last year, what was the Braves? What did they win like 84 games last year? Mm, I think it was a little more than 84. That. 80, but if you can get something. hot, if you can get healthy. If you can, you know, get a player, just show the organization, show the fans, like, we're trying to, like, continue to win. It would be a big slap in my face and any Red Sox fan that, that goes to those games at Fenway to, to watch a team not compete. And, you know, this isn't Tampa Bay. You know, we can't just bring in guys, you know, from single A or double A and then automatically they're, they're just world beaters. I haven't seen that yet. 
Yeah. So maybe that's maybe that's the way. Maybe like in 2024, 25, that'll be the way. I'm not seeing it right now, and I want to see the Red Sox pick somebody up. And I mean, in a sport where it's uh, very lopsided in terms of money that the teams have, yeah, you're not as a Red Sox fan, you're not used to seeing that, or you're not used to being a seller, um, and that would be discouraging. It's, it's in, I mean, I, after that Yankee series you guys played, I thought that. The, I mean, how many games do you guys back now? I know the Yankees have a huge That was in lead. June. That was yeah. We we're probably like 115 games behind the Yankees right now. Yeah, 115. That's about one. But it was. But, but then they played that Yankee series in, in the Bronx, and they just got completely annihilated. They lost three or four. And yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The Yankees outclassed them. But again, like you know, it's I I don't trust the Yankees as I was just telling you. I I think the Mets are the better team in New York. The record doesn't say it, but in terms of like the vibe of the team and the city and and. You know, it's a Met City right now. I, I mean, that, Cowboy Jeremy wouldn't appreciate this, but I don't trust Boone. I don't. I, I feel. I feel like Boone is a little bit like Mike McCarthy. I think he gets <laughs> in a big spot. I think it's just going to be. It's going to make a bad move. I mean, against the Mets, even. I mean, that last game, um, Escobar. He is a um, terrible left-handed hitter and a really good right-handed hitter. I mean, it's it's such a big disparity. I think he's 500 OBS on on the left hands of batting left-handed. Batting right-handed, I think he's like 850, something like that. And they, they Escobar comes up, they throw in a, a left-handed pitcher, put Escobar on the right side, boom, game breaks a home run. I mean, uh, uh, like, do you are you do you have that data, Boone? Are you do you do you like are you doing the research? What what made you make that move? It's like uh, that's a, I, if I was a Yankees fan, I'd be scared about that. But I was enjoying it thoroughly. I those like the Yankees fans were real loud when Rizzo hit the home run to tie it. They're like creatures just coming out like. And then they just they all fell back and you know walked out all sad out of City Field. It's so great to see you. It is. Sad. It's enjoyable. It's just, it's just it really is. It's pouting, really crying. And and all the Yankee fans are out now. You see the hats. You see the Judge jerseys. Oh, yeah. They are out. They're creatures. They are out. Around. They're getting loud. Yeah, I know. Listen, but the Braves are my bugaboo. I don't like the Braves. Braves seem to. What we're forgetting here, the Braves have have the hottest record since uh, June first. They're not losing. <laughs> I can't stand the Braves, but there's something about the Yankees. <laughs> I just, I mean, that's why the Subway Series is so big to people in New York because Mets fans and Yankees fans, you know, they have this this weird, okay, camaraderie in our state, but just complete rivalry. Um, Speaking you know, of the Yankees, have Queens you watched The Captain? Have you have you seen any of those episodes? No, I have not watched that's, The Captain yet. That you, looks you gotta awesome. you got to watch it. Especially the, uh, when they, they preview, like, the uh, those Red Sox-Yankees games. Where G, like so, like Nomar comes up and says like Hey, you know we feel like we're a better team, and then Jeter comes up and goes That's a loser talk. That's what losers say. And it's just like that Red Sox Yankees thing is like I love it. And you those, know, you know I love the I like I wish rivalries were bigger than they actually. I I want to. I'm the guy like the little kid that wants to believe that rivalries are actually bigger than they actually really are. I I, I want to believe they're real. I want to believe in Santa Claus. I want to believe in unicorns. I want to believe in all that kind of stuff. Leprechauns. But it's like the Redskins, uh, okay, fine. Commanders, Cowboys. I want to believe that that rivalry is still ticking. It's it's like me and, and Cowboy Jeremy that feel it. It's not the players anymore. But I those Yankees Red Sox days though, when that when Jeter was there, that was real and that so was unbelievable. My takeaway from the, from the captain is a couple of things that the rivalry, but even before that, when you know those late '90s Yankees teams were. They were so tough, and you can tell. You know, you have George Steinbrenner who who took them over again, and then and Jeter comes on the scene, 
And I know like in the uh, 94, 95, like he, he had his struggles. But that 96 team where he, he just took the team over right away. And yes. he is so cocky. Like he's arrogant, cocky. And I, and I say that in like the best possible way as I can because – that's pretty. I mean, that's, he, he drives you insane. From a Red like, Sox fan, that is you're you're being a gentleman right now. I I am, and I I couldn't stand Jeter. I couldn't stand Bernie Williams. I couldn't stand Paul O'Neill, Brocious, that whole cast of characters. God, they were good though. They were so freaking good. I mean, and we Derek faced them Jeter, too. Four to one, we lost, and it was like it never was really even a contest. Never. Oh no. And you could like you watch Jeter talk in that show now. Yeah. He is a cocky son of a gun. He is an arrogant son of a gun. Why wouldn't he, he be? Though? He said it I'd like be. it is. If, he, I, he, if I if I if I played like him, if I won like him, you know, and and he did. He I mean he walks the walks talks the talk, but walked the walk when he was playing. So, yeah. So I haven't seen episode three and four. I saw episode one and two. But episode three and four gets in more into the Red Sox Yankees rivalry and how you know at that time the Yankees were in the Red Sox heads, like you know the late nineties team, like. Even up to 2003, where Aaron frickin' Boone hits the home run in Game Seven, you know, I think we yeah. might have been together at that time. We might have been hanging out at that. Uh, maybe I, I, we I can't remember, but I remember I think just I heard being, a lot of swear words. I just remember being numb. I remember like yeah. those games were life, and you, when you're in your early 20s, I, I'm now in my mid 40s. Mid 40s. Holy shit! Yeah, that's <laughs> old. Let me tell you something about uh, X and W here. We, I, I, we have a, you know, he's my best friend. I, but we, there's a lot of sports envy and jealousy from this side of the this side of the bar. Yeah, so we do a podcast at a bar, uh, but it's but it's a bar at my house, so it's not like we're out. But I have a lot. I mean, it's like so. I want to. What about that three game being down three zero to those Yankees and coming back and winning? I mean, that must have. I mean, those those are the times where I'm like my. That would have been unbelievable. When you just said that, everything just started tingling in my body. Yeah, that, that's it, a, it could be like the drink I have in so front of envious me. So envious, but th- to that, have was, that against just, your hated rivals to do that. Hall of Famer David Ortiz, like just yeah. uh, he was unbelievable. And, it got to have been uh, nothing like that. It was on. It was on. Any kind of sports fan in the history of sports, you it, had it. It was crazy. You it, son it of crazy. a bitch. <laughs> it was a great moment. Sorry for the curse words for the listeners. I'm not. Are, no, you shouldn't be. I'm not at all. I'm but, angry. Uh, I'm still. I'm getting angry as I think about it. <laughs> but listen, the the captain is a good watch. What else has ha- what else has happened? What are we? What, the M- kind of NBA a little bit. Let's talk of, about your Celtics. Kind of you know, again, you bit. have a again. You're we the, have a lot to the like, sports. Kind of go over. The sports. Uh, your your spoiledness in sports just continues. You got the Celtics in the finals this year. No, they they came short. Man, what a gritty defensive team. Um, but yeah. What so about just, what about so, what Draymond said? You want to talk about that, don't you? So Dray, yeah, Draymond, Draymond. We'll get to Draymond in a few minutes. I, okay, we'll, talk about we'll, let's we'll, tell we'll about the seas. The Celtics real quickly. Like so, let's talk about Durant and that potential trade. Like, that was never going to happen. Kevin Durant was not com- is not coming to Boston. Is that is that still it just is doesn't that, make still any chatter sense. about that or is there is there? No I way? haven't heard as much chatter, but you know it's the NBA doing what the NBA does at this okay. time of the year, trying to stay relevant. I get that. I understand they want to be relevant, but when you're two games away from winning a championship against the team, the Golden State Warriors, who have proven where you keep your core together and they're paying up the luxury tax wazoo. I get that. But that their core is together. Steph Curry, Draymond, Clay Thompson, you know, Steve Kerr is their coach. They keep these guys. They keep their culture. And, again, they're winning a championship. Yes, Champ- they- championship pedigree. Yeah. That's I mean, what you, the Warriors have. You, you cannot replace. That's tough. 
being a champion, having yeah. that championship pedigree, having that toughness. And the Celtics, what they're doing in the history of the NBA, they're getting that championship pedigree. They are they are the Pistons. They got beat by the Celtics all those years. They are the Bulls. They got the crap beat out of them by the Pistons. They they can be yeah. you know those teams where eventually they can get over the hump. They were two games away. Why would they break up their core if and and have Kevin Durant, who's going to be thirty four in September, come in and you take you rip away the core. You rip away what you've done. Maybe to, maybe they win a championship next year. Maybe I don't think I think they're they lose in the second round if they make that trade. It doesn't make any sense. The Celtics ran out of gas. The Celtics in game six, five and six, they yeah. ran out of gas. Tate, I remember seeing Tatum. I forgot what game it was. They he looked like he was completely gassed. Tatum. They, 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 he was. He I was mean, he, he's the he's the heartbeat of that team. And so, so, so it's Brown. interesting. Like, so okay, so you th- like in the NBA? I, I like I'm not as big an NBA fan as you are. I mean, you, you wouldn't take Durant. I mean, he is basically the, the, you're also on the favorite to win the NBA championship next year with Durant on that team. Now, uh, you know what you just said about culture is really interesting. Like, I always thought the NBA is like okay. Culture is big, but is it as big as it is in football? Because you have five players, right? And you, I mean, you ha- and you have someone like Durant, who is a massive sco- offensive scorer. Like, does it does it matter as much? I think it, I, I I see. I actually probably agree with you. But you go ahead. I mean, I, I think it might. And actually, I, I know it. I know it does. I don't think it might. I so know you don't even does. want you won't even want Durant. I, I don't want Durant. Here's wow. why. There's a lot of mileage on his body. He he is now. He looked cooked in that series against the Celtics. He looked like Tatum was in his head. Tatum defended him so well. And Durant looks like a guy now at 34 years old who can't get to the basket as easily as he, as he used to. He's still a great shooter. He's still an assassin. But he's, he's had injury issues. He, is he going to play 75 to 80 games? Probably not. Is Jalen Brown going to play that many games? Right. He's had some of that too with yeah. injuries. But you know, Jalen Brown's 26 years old, 25 years old. Uh, Durant and and you're still you, the Nets want Brown. They want Marcus Smart. And, and again, I think this trade is bullshit. To be honest with you, it's just to move the needle with, with I think I, yeah. with other teams. Yeah. But I mean, for the sake of our argument, for the sake of what we're talking about, I, I just think you know moving Durant to the Celtics, you know, may get him two years of being in contention. I think the team with the core now, with the additions of Brogdon, with the additions of Gallinari, you know, little pieces off the bench, which. Their depth wasn't that good, and and it showed late in those series against the, the Warriors where every they were worn down. They were playing seven guys. Tatum had too many miles on his legs. They they're there. They can get over the hump. Don't get Durant, please. I I like your comparisons. I I think you should as a Celtics fan like where you're at. I think it, like the this maybe the loss this year could be something you look back on and be the like, best thing ever. Like, you're, like all of a sudden, this, is, this team is coming together. The culture was there already. We're keeping it together. We didn't get Durant. Thank God we didn't. And look at us this year. But, I mean, it's, it's like this. I find it weird. Don't you find it weird that Durant, like, okay, the, the Golden State, like he got, they got swept by Golden State. He got swept by Golden State, goes on to Golden State. Gets swept by the Celtics in Brooklyn. Wants to come to wants to come to the Celtics. He just, I, I mean, this Durant. I, listen, completely aside from this, do we have to start talking about Golden State as one of the one of the dynasties, one of the one of the greatest dynasties in the history? I know. I mean, I know we got obviously the Bulls from ninety to ninety eight with the six championships. We got the Celtics of the sixties. We got the Lakers of the eighties. We even got the Kobe Shaq Lakers. I mean, it's hard to, but they're. I mean, it's starting to. They're starting to 
like kind of wiggle their way into the conversation now. I mean, this 2014, 2016, they were in there for 2015, lost to uh, LeBron in the in Cleveland. T- 2017, now 2022. I that's four NBA championships. Four NBA championships, and they've been and they're kind of just they're keeping that same core, like you said. And if they, you know, they is were, it, this is they, they have to be in the conversation now, don't they? Are they I, starting to? They weren't. Now they're starting to wiggle their way in there. Hundred percent. And let's get back to what Draymond said about you know. They're, you know, they may be in the dynasty conversation. The D word is, is, is a big word here with, when we talk about the NBA and basketball and history. And speaking of that, really just a side note, you know, big loss day for the whole NBA world, the organization uh, of the Boston Celtics. Oh, Bill Russell, Russell passed away yeah. today. So you're speaking of a champion, speaking of a guy that did things the right way and was so instrumental with those championship teams in the 50s and 60s for the, for, for the Celtics, you know, Bill Russell. Sad, sad day for the NBA, sad day for the Celtics. NBA icon. All time Huge. great, but going back to Draymond, our boy in dynasties, and you know his comments earlier about or this week on Twitter, if they if they face the the Bulls, they'd beat them by twenty. If they face this team, they beat them by this much and that much. I like is, his confidence, which is you gotta love his confidence. And I, I think he compared the ninety five ninety six Bulls. One of our one of our good, handsome, amazing friends mentioned this. He's like. You know, mention this on the podcast. We got some handsome friends. We do. They're like really, really not very smart, attractive, airheads, (laughs) good-looking dudes, good-looking friends. And (laughs) Draymond and the he was saying the seventeen eighteen Warriors, I believe, with with Durant at the peak of his powers, Steph Curry at the peak of his powers, Draymond and and Clay Thompson would beat the ninety five ninety six Bulls. I don't know by twenty. I don't know what he said, but I'm I'm paraphrasing. And if you look at those teams in the '90s, that's going to piss a lot of old guys like it, us it off, is. right there. I mean, the new the new guys are like, oh, these guys are so much more skilled and better. But you have Michael Jordan, which which that team is interesting. They won 72 games. Michael Jordan, you know, just came back from uh, playing baseball. He, he they lost in '94, '95 to the to the Magic. '95, '96, they come back. They have Rodman, Kukoc, Pippen, uh, Jordan, Ron Harper. I mean, that team was legit really, really good at, at, at basketball. Really, really good. And, you know, for, the, for him to compare and say they're going to win easy, it just, it just doesn't make much sense. I, I, I think, you know, you look at Jordan. He, he's Michael Jordan. He, he's the best player of all time. Uh, Scottie Pippen is a top 50 of player of all time. And you, you look at them defensively. Dennis Rodman, one of the best rebounders of all time. One of the mm. best defenders, defenders of all time. Yep. And you compare them to Golden State. And you compare, like, Steph Curry, who just he's just a freak. He can do he's, he shoot from anywhere. Best three-point shooter of all time, he, he's, right? He's, Steph Curry's an unbelievable player. And he I mean, no, de- no debate. A lot in this finals this year. Like, Steph Curry is somebody. He's a top ten player of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Clay Thompson at the peak of That's his debatable. powers. It is. Durant at the peak of his. That's another story for another day. Another yeah. argument for another day. Yes. We're going to do another podcast. There's going to be another day. I hope so. And Draymond is, you know, similar to Dennis Rodman. He's he's probably like the poor man's Dennis Rodman. I know that might piss off some people. He's not worth a max contract. I think that's a a very good comparison. It is. I hate agreeing with you, but that's a very good comparison. It it is. Thanks for agreeing with me. And uh, thanks for trusting me. I didn't do it for you. (laughs) Thanks for agreeing for the (laughs) podcast, for, for for the sake of... All that's saying anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, but here, I mean, we're we're talking about this, but we're talking about it's so hard to do that comparison. But I mean, we could these us old guys could use their advantage because it really is two different errors in basketball. I mean, 
<laughs> the way that the way that Jordan was clobbered in those Knicks games, the way that uh, I mean, it's a completely different physical defense, different refed game. I mean, there's I don't think I don't think Golden State. I mean, they'd have to learn a different style of play if they want to go and play the way the Bulls did. I mean, like our good good looking friend said, um, if Jordan was playing in this area, he might have seventy a game. That's, and that's such a great point. It's and, true. And, like if you're allowed, I, that was my if point. If you're allowed to play. 90 style basketball. Yeah. The Chicago Bulls win that series. It's a grinded out series. They win in six. But if you're allowed to play the today's style of basketball, they, they God, win. What, they, I they can't win imagine Jordan in this style of basketball. Can you? I, I couldn't. I mean, <laughs> first of all, he would get, he would get every crazy. call. And he got every call, you know, towards the end of his career anyway. He would get every call, but he was able to withstand all of that physicality. And still, when it was crunch time, when it was the fourth quarter, he would he would just will a game. He would and out he would outlast everybody. Yeah, he really would. Yeah, and they and they played that made it more impressive to me. I and mean. they played connected and together. Like yeah. Scotty knew his role. Dennis knew his role. Not saying that Golden State did not, because Golden State is a very 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 good basketball team. They're one of the best teams of all time. The ninety five and six Bulls were better. There it is. You they, answered they, my question. They, they you were, think they're they one were, of the, You think they're a dynasty? They have to be now, right? They're in the conversation. They have to be. Oh, Golden State? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, 100%. Four championships in a seven-year span? Mm-hmm. That That is the, a dynasty. Yep. I mean, if we're calling the Patriots a dynasty in, in the early Eight 2000s, years. we, we, we got to go with Golden State as well. But I, I would take the 95-96 Bulls over Golden State um, twice on Sunday. Seven days a week, eight days a week, 25 days a week, and four times on Sunday. There not you go. Di- not disagreeing with you. But I'm old, so I'm biased, but... I mean, there's not, there's no way. Bring the Bulls on any air you want against Golden State. They're gonna win. Agreed. What else? What do we got? I don't know. What, what do we so got? I guess training camp is underway. Oh yes. I guess what everyone, all everyone's been waiting for. Football talk. So go ahead. I mean, what, what? How about those Pats? So let. What do we got? Can I, come on now. Let's not talk. Let's not talk. Uh, Pats are exciting right now. They're. It, 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 it is so exciting. I wish we had right Kurt now. on the podcast. You guys remember Kurt? I mean, he's a way more seasoned podcaster than us, way more well-spoken, better looking. And he uh, he's very, very, right? Remember, into training camp, every single play. It's like Mac Jones throws a slant over the middle. Oh, my God, there's a completion. He had broke coverage. Oh, my God, the, the, the Patriots look great. I, I'm the opposite. Who the hell cares? Are you still? <laughs> I'm a tweener. Training, I'm in between. Tra- he's training camp. I mean, Carson Wentz just threw a bomb to, to uh, their new number one draft pick. And uh, scored a touchdown, reached it over Kendall Fuller. Great grab. I mean, the tw- Twitter's going nuts. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Commanders. Who the hell cares? 17 and So 0. stupid. But listen, so me and Kurt disagree on that. I wish he was on the podcast. You have to have – here's the thing. But I love that you get so into that because I get unrealistically into things too. But just training camp, it's, it's funny to me. The play-by-plays. I mean, these beat reporters, they, that's their job. They have to – this is what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to tweet this stuff, get everyone fired up. But – I mean, there's there, there, no one could touch these people, and that's exactly it. It's yeah. getting like yeah, there's, the fan no, base there's no excited. contact. Yeah, that's all this fan base stuff. But fan if you but if we're talking about the Patriots right now, and, and this is completely unrealistic, but you've been talking to Kurt. Go ahead, <laughs> I, get no, excited. I, I get actually excited. haven't. Here's the thing: I haven't listened to much sports talk, and I know this. Like, what I, were you doing? I, I thought we we're going to talk about to? other other topics. Today. Tell we, me what you've been up books. to. <laughs> Since we're just starting to rekindle our friendship, you're not listening to sports talk. What are you doing? Yeah, are you reading? I'm a busy father. Like, it's. You I, are I, get, I get the kids in the car and they don't want to listen to sports. So they well, put it on, put it on my playlist, Dad. I don't want to hear your playlist. I know I for a Luke and Sheamus don't like. Uh, they don't. Your your boys. 
They don't like uh, sports talk? They'll get there. They'll get there eventually. They Sometimes can, they do. He comes over and shows. By the way. They love this podcast. I just want they everyone to know. love this podcast. Our, our kids. The dad podcast. Our kids are upstairs right now. Are we bad dads? I don't We're doing think a so. podcast. We've got kids running around. So you guys, just so you're prepared, we might, you, uh, whoever's left of our 10 listeners, you might hear the kids come in a little bit. It's so if, fine. If our best fatherly advice, no news is good news. Right no now, news is good no news. news is good right news. Right now, no, everything seems Everything's okay. Everything's great. No what was I talking down, about? Crying, what? screaming. You asked me about the past. Telling. Mac, jo- Mac Jones was great. You know what's weird? Uh, Mac so Jones I, looked so great last I, year. I do look at Twitter, and I get excited about the, the, you know, the, the seven completions that Mac Jones made and how he's firing the ball over all over the, the field and looking good. Seven on sevens. Fit. Oh, yeah. I, I, kinda, I can get it, kind of <laughs> get into that. It's a, Kurt, he's Kurt seven on seven fields. I hope you're listening. <laughs> I love you, man. You are good looking. I hope, he's, I hope he's, he's listening. <laughs> he, he will. He will eventually. I yeah. trust him. But the Bill Belichick is high on Mac Jones. I feel like uh, – you know, the Patriots, well, it's going to be a very interesting year with the Patriots. We, you know, I know we have the Bills in the AFC East. You know, there's the Jets and Dolphins. And, you know, if Mac Jones is progressing the way Bill Belichick is, is talking about, which Belichick doesn't do this. Belichick is praising him as high as Bill Belichick does. And, you know, if he can control that offense and, and, uh, and, and, you know, I know we don't have a play caller. That's also been a, a thing with the Pats. Like, we, there's no – We don't offensive have, coordinator we don't have an offensive named, right? coordinator. No yeah. one's named an offensive coordinator. That's completely overrated. That, that's all Boston Sports Talk talks about. That's all, who cares? Who cares if they don't have a play caller? Do you think Bill Belichick has seen and watched enough football where, like, maybe he could call a play? Or maybe, like, you have a guy <laughs> where he could see – You think he, he could do that? Too. Exactly. Yeah. He knows what's going on, he, and he's, yeah. he's screwing with the media as he usually does. He, he want, he's in complete control. I know sometimes he speaks on both sides of his mouth, but perfect. I am. No, but a, that's the way you want a coach to talk to the media. Exactly. I, I want to listen. I, I love. I listen. To, I, I sports talk radio, Twitter. I want the real deal, but I also want my coach to not tell me the real deal because you tell me the real deal. Guess who else knows about the real deal? His opponents. We don't want that. And that's so the, I've always liked the way Bill that Belichick, Belichick operates. Way. That, I like the way, way I like the way Shanahan did it. Uh, I, I Rivera's kind of that way. Yeah, it's great. It's great. So but, I'm, I'm excited about the so past. That's what you're asking me. Okay. I'm very very excited. I'm intrigued. I, I don't know skill wise where we'll be from an from an offensive standpoint. Third place AFC East. <laughs> I didn't know. You'll, you'll think the dot. I mean, we know the Bills. Obviously, they're predicted by first by everybody. First place. Don't give me Miami. Don't give me the Jets. Miami and I'd like to I, Miami I, I, with Tyreek Hill. They're starting to. I mean, they're starting to flow. They got some players, man. Uh, yeah, you're out of your mind. No, Pats. Yes, Pats no? by a million. By a million for what? Congratulations. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So we buy a million for what? Are you predicting the Patriots to be the AFC East champions like you did last year? They're dark horse. Yeah, 2020 dark horse. Two thousand champions. Yes, you're saying it. Yeah, I'm saying it right now. You heard it first here, everybody. W's fired up is because because Mac Jones looks good on seven on seven drills. Patriots win the AFC East. Have you seen Mac Jones with his shirt off? He is fit. <laughs> yeah, he looks a little bit like you with your shirt off. <laughs> that would be trouble if he did. I don't think Bill Belichick would be speaking very highly of him if he saw Mac Jones with a body like mine. That'd be trouble, big time trouble. Oh my God, that's good. So X, we we gotta pivot as we always do. The Commander. So. I don't even think we've talked since the name change. I don't think we've talked since the name change. I don't well, think no, November. It was the middle of the last football season we were talking. Have we? 
Well, but November they, 2021. That's that's football season, yeah. right? But the, did we have a commander's name yet? No, that was uh, two two twenty two. I remember because it was, it was a great marketing plan by Washington to do a two two twenty two on the Today Show. Throw the microphone to Doug Williams and say, "Commanders." That was great. Um, yeah, I mean, listen. Uh, every, I mean, I did a rant a while back on how I feel about the name. I, I would really want the, I wanted to wait to see if a good portion of the Native American community was offended by Redskins. Never got it. That's okay. It happened. Um, but you know, we, we the, actually the polling was the opposite. Nine out of ten Native Americans uh, had no problem with the name and thought it was great. But that's okay. We changed it. Now it's the Commanders. Hail Commanders. Um, Hail to the Commanders. Yeah, I mean, I'll fight for old DC. It's just, it's just, there's a new song out too, and it, that's how it goes. R-G-C. And it says, Leaders on a Mission. That's it. So uh, I guess that's catchy. a new song. That, that's catchy. Yeah, I've, well, you know, same. Okay, I mean, with football team. I wasn't as bothered because it felt it felt a little interim, right? Because I knew it wasn't forever. Yeah. So I just I, I just was was kind of like you know not thinking that it was forever, it was over. Um, but when this happened and the commanders happened, it just feels permanent. It really does feel like a gut punch. And honestly, like it's it's my passion feels like it's waned a little bit. And that I mean, coming from me, who is a you know unrealistic, delusional. Uh, overly optimistic, just buy, just give me anything to be excited about. Kind of skins fan. This is this is tough to even talk about. It's tough to say it this way. Now, I've been called out by you. I've been called out by my friend Cowboy Jeremy. That shut up. You're gonna, well, as soon as they start winning, you're going to be fine. You guys are probably right. Week five. You guys are probably right. Week five. Commanders are four zero. Just be, just just visit Dallas and get the big passes. Win. Yeah. Two yeah. picks. I'm a sucker for. McLaurin's I'm a sucker hot. for winning. I'm a sucker for winning. So. Who knows how I feel then? What I'm telling my listeners right now, all my listeners out there, that you know, this is the the least pat, the least passion I've felt. Usually, right now, I'm, I'm getting, I'm counting down the days. Right now, I'm almost, I'm almost dreading it a little bit, just because it's like, God, I mean, I, I don't even, I like we we plan a trip to FedEx Field every year, every single year, and we're probably gonna do it again. But we got, we got some days to, on to the think about walking into into that stadium with seventeen thousand fans. <laughs> Is the, is Actually, the, no, no, uh, no, no. There'll be 34,000 fans, 17,000 Commander fans. The rest will be whatever the opposing Is the stadium is. safe? I remember last time it was like a little bit of an issue with the construction that fed No, I'm sure we, it's we not. Good? I mean, we're talking the Dan Snyder way. The, the half-assed kind of like, you know, just throw it together, put some masking tape on it, and hope everyone's safe. No, it's going to be terrible. But bottom line, I mean, I, 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 I love football. I'm going to watch the games. Um, but what I'm telling you is, that they named the, the team the Commanders. It's like almost like everything that I've grown up with has been uh, taken away from me. But, again, I'm a sucker. Look at what happened to me last year. We didn't do a podcast, I don't think, at this point. Washington won six game, four games in a row. We're going to Dallas. How big did I make that game? I'm a sucker for a big Washington Cowboys game. So, if that happens, Redskins are 3-0. They're going to Dallas. Dallas is 3-0. And we're going to a big game in Dallas. You'll hear... You'll hear me get loud again probably so i mean i'm just telling you what i feel like right now let's see what happens we're sports fans we love we love vibe we love we love going to a stadium we love going to i'll force vibe a a (laughs) a, your place a bar wherever to watch a game and and get excited about our team like you were out for the mets yankees game then you're into it i'm into it if if the i love sports if the commanders 
your commanders are 4-0 or 3-1 or what, and they're, they're they're looking good, you will be all fired up. I will. And that's great. And, yeah, and, I mean, you know what? If, you should be. You know what it feels like? It feels like we have an expansion team, but expansion team would be better. We have an expansion team with Dan Snyder, the same ownership that has destroyed us for the last 24 years. And it's, it's, it's like an expansion team with a little pepper of awfulness. But here we go. We got Carson Wentz. <laughs> that even seems a little bit worse. But if you think about Carson Wentz. His and, numbers are good the last four or five years. Yeah, like He yeah, has yeah. good numbers. So his if upside his is stats. great. I mean, ever, like, no one, I don't think anyone forgets 2017, was it? He was, or 2018? What the year the Eagles won the Super Bowl? He was going to be MVP before he got injured. He was second to Tom Brady as MVP, and he went way down. Obviously, I mean, the Eagles took the biggest cap hit in the history of the NFL to get rid of him. Ouch. That doesn't sound too good. And now we got Wright's guy. Wright's got his guy in Indianapolis. Moves him. Uh, they don't even – even without a second option. I mean, that should, that, that should scare you. They had no, they had no backup plan. They're just like, we got to get this guy out of here. That stinks. Now, all I'm hearing from Ashburn right now is good stuff. I'm hearing the vibe with the team that, yeah, I know what every other team said, but that's not what Carson Wentz is. Again, <laughs> this is like the fluff that, that me and Kurt, Kurt – I'm buying a different fluff than Kurt buys into. I buy into that kind of fluff. But that's, you know, that's what they're saying right now. I mean, Carson Wentz, if you think about it, is there anybody out there that's picking Carson Wentz to succeed? Anybody? No. Have you heard anyone? No. I mean, you say you don't listen to sports talk radio. I, I have ESPN in my gym on every single morning. I listen to, I still listen to Commanders Radio. Um, I listen to Kevin Sheehan. I listen to all that stuff. I mean, there's nobody picking Carson Wentz to succeed. So this would be the greatest turnaround in NFL history. Whew. If he if he if he plays well, think about it. No one's predicting him to play well. No, and and listen, we're still early. Early with the NFL right now. What happens if, the, if, he were, if he throws 27 touchdowns and seven picks like he did last year and the Redskins make the playoffs? Stop it. You'll be, you'll be, Commanders running, make you'll the be running around this basement yelling, screaming, Well, he's coming sweating. back. Well, yeah, me, yes. Yeah, I'm, I, you're, you're talk, you care about your boy. You want me to be bought, bought in again, so I'm inviting you over for tailgates. But what would, what would that mean for, for Ron Rivera? What would that mean for the, for the Commanders? What would that mean for Carson Wentz? He's coming back, right? Absolutely. I mean, uh, I, you, he's a handsome redhead. Can play quarterback. He is a. F <laughs> <He's> a <laughs> he has some fiery ginger hair. He definitely does. You love fiery gingers. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know you do. So listen, we we teased a lot today. We 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 spent some time on some baseball. Baseball is is it's it's almost August. Uh, we talked the NBA. We talked football. There's going to be more football talk, and. Uh, that's a wrap for us today. Mm. That is a wrap for us today. Yeah, I think we got. I think we covered everything. We, we, we share a few stories, had a few laughs. <laughs> I think. <did this. laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the kids are upstairs yelling, screaming. Yeah, yeah. We, we may have to. I think I heard something break stop right now. I heard. I think I heard. Even someone if we had cry. more to talk about, yeah. we couldn't right gotta now. Got to get get up there. So listen, we're back. Olivia, we'll I'm coming. Hold on, I'll be right up. We'll do this again. Hey. X, we're W. Vibes. We'll see you. Have a good one. Out. <laughs>